This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Mental health can be an incredibly taboo topic in different Asian communities. Growing up, when it came to tackling different issues, I quickly learned that I had to just deal with it on my own or keep it to myself. It wasn't until three years ago that I sought out professional help from a therapist and I'm so glad I did. My therapist was incredibly supportive, truly listened to me, and we worked together to identify ways I can navigate my own experiences with anxiety. Therapy has helped me process my emotions in ways where I wasn't able to do it alone. It has helped me find the right words to process not only what I went through, but has shifted the way I communicate more effectively with the people I care about. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and AAPI Narrative listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com AAPI. That's betterhelp.com slash AAPI. Welcome to AAPI Narrative. I'm Ni. I'm Rachel. And I'm Z. And this is the podcast for the modern day global Asian perspective. Let's do our reflection episode. So it's been a hot minute, but... Since the time of this recording, we have recorded over 25 episodes, received two sponsorships, collaborated with other creatives, along with participating in unique projects from time to time, even right now. So 365, 365 days later, we're here recording our one year reflection video. Ooh, just like our period. (laughs) Anyways, let's start off with the first question. What's something you wished you knew before starting a podcast? Oh my God, yes. Too many. I would say editing. I never knew how to edit, but when me taught me how to edit, that was so hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think editing is the hard part. Yeah, there's just like so much detail that goes into it and you have to be very precise at times. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And it's not even just like cut cut and paste. Mm-hmm. It can be like that, but it's also just figuring out what your back, like what the whole storyline is, what pieces you may want to like edit. Mm-hmm. A lot of hours that go into editing. So I wish yeah. I knew more about the timeline. Very true. Yeah, I totally agree about the editing though. Even though like 
I know I had experience coming in. It was definitely, um, it was definitely harder editing episodes and really working really, um, sorry, it's like 930. So like my brain is like dead, but I would say the hardest thing was hearing specific ways people talk. Like there's a lot of ums and eyes or likes, like we do it a lot. And then after recording and editing for a while, you become more conscious of the little things people say or the filler words that people use. And so it's deciding, do we keep those or do we not keep those? Is it unnatural to take them away or should we keep them for the sake of being more natural? So little things like that. And it would add up to, I think a lot of people are always surprised when we say it's like 10 to 15 hours. Right episode to edit revise edit again and then kind of review a few more times yeah yeah so hey that just means that we edited the uh, episodes really well yeah because it's all very smooth transitioning smooth transitioning little do people know that it's it goes from an hour to 25 minutes exactly yeah and i think for me um when the first time when i started editing I was more in, you know, focusing of like making it more interesting and funny and stuff. I wasn't really like listening to the words, like you said, like um, like I. Mm-hmm. And then when I do, when you were t- teaching me how to edit, I'm like, oh, there are stuff that I need to really focus. Like you actually really have to listen to what the person is saying mm-hmm. and not just like laugh because you're just listening as it plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I learned it the hard way because I remember. We, I was editing till 1 a.m. And then I was, it wasn't right. And then me came in and it was like 2.30. I'm like, oh my God, now both of us are awake. Oh no, no. It, I think I remember that being a really stressful week because of a lot of different reasons, not necessarily on my end, but like on your end. So it's like, it, it wasn't, it wasn't because you weren't doing it right. It was because there was a lot of other factors in life. Yeah. For yeah. And then we wanted to be on time with our like podcast episode release and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it played a factor. But I would say like it's okay to also like I think one of the conversations we have about editing is that while there's a, a balance between wanting to keep things in because they're funny and it should be enjoyable to listen for us too but also not removing like every little detail of what mm-hmm. people say, because then it becomes not the full conversation of, true, right? you know, then it really is really edited yeah. and we don't want it to be edited to the point where it wasn't even the original no, yeah. concept or what we talked about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's striking the balance. Totally agree about the editing piece that was, something that I'm still learning to do but it is fun to actually kind of go back again and listen and relive the moments that we had together and like with our guests mm-hmm. but I will say something that I wish I knew earlier before going into this like whole podcasting world was the marketing piece and like social media and mm-hmm. how much that drives a lot of I don't know, like just the content and the community and all that. I personally don't really use social media all that often. Yeah. So to be able to see it in not just a personal setting, but more kind of like a business setting, mm-hmm. but 
to be used in a different way and to be able to drive um, conversations that way. It was really interesting. So thanks me for heading up our social media. Thank you. Thank you guys. So our Instagram looks amazing or it looks like we hired someone because of you. <laughs> I, I think one of your cousins said that, right? Yeah, yeah. one of them thought that. I was like, oh, how much was it to hire a creator? I'm like, yeah I would say what's something I wished I knew before starting a podcast I think just strategy like what drives ideas and contents and then what is something that is relevant to today's conversations and things like that I think one of the things that started that I didn't even process when we were like figuring out our name for our podcast and some of the things that we liked was that because we're also connected to the Asian community because of our name and stuff like that it's like okay how do we incorporate different stories and experiences not only ours Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of something that I think about a lot Mm -hmm. but also not getting to the point where we only focus on what other people want but we still create things that we want that juggle with like how do we do long-term strategic planning with like episodes where we're not running towards different ideas for the sake of just making a video so or um, a podcast episode so it's kind of something that I think about a lot and I think it would have been helpful to have someone who did create a podcast before that could walk us through those important conversations about like okay like this is kind of the step-by-step but then you kind of learn as you go so that's fine too right that's the fun part yeah Yeah. like okay I guess that didn't work that did work like that yeah yeah like you said there is a lot of strategic that goes behind it Mm -hmm. but I still don't understand to this day (laughs) that's a lot but it's like kind of like when you think about big companies or companies in general, they have different departments that do things and we're a three people podcast team. So it's like, we literally do everything. Do so you think we found a good balance of, or starting to find a good balance of the types of episodes that we create? So some that are more personal and geared towards our interests and then others that do share stories of the community. I think we are we're getting a really great structure yeah and so it's now like now that we have a structure of like who edits what and like it's very balanced now it's like okay now we can have more room for creativity then. Mm-hmm. so it doesn't overlap to the point where we're all staying up till two or three or mm-hmm. trying to work during lunch and stuff right yeah but what about you too I think it's gotten better mm-hmm as we've gone through the different seasons, it's kind of crazy to think that we're already on season four and that it has been a year and that when we first started, you're right, it was more just trying to figure out, well, who has availability? Okay, you do this, you Mm -hmm. do this. But then as we started to build Mm -hmm. a structure and a cadence to when we edit, when we record, when we post things or whatnot, it makes things more streamlined, which gives alleviates a lot of different Mm -hmm. potential headaches that you may Mm -hmm. find because we all work different nine to five jobs Mm -hmm. right and so it's not just doing this podcast it's trying to juggle work and life and podcasts Mm -hmm. and try to roll it all into one yeah 
And I yep. think over the course of the year, we've done a lot better in mm-hmm. finding that balance. All right. Anyways, let's move on to the next question. So our second question here is, what's something you're proud of since launching the podcast? I think something that I'm proud of that's a little less like tangible, so mm-hmm. to speak, is something that we kind of touched upon earlier mm-hmm. in this episode, but finding my voice and being able to articulate words mm-hmm. more seamlessly. Because I feel like, you know, when you talk in general conversations with people, sometimes for me personally, like I speak and then I think after, mm-hmm. but then as a recording, I have to not necessarily carefully think about what I want to say, mm-hmm. but I have to be able to formulate thoughts in my head smoothly and to be able to articulate them better. So then that way we're not running like two hour episodes, mm. two hour recordings that we then have to cut into like 30 minutes. Mm. So I think over the course of the year, my ability to speak and have like more of my thoughts out there in the world mm. has been something I'm, I've been proud of because personally for me as an introvert, I'm like, I'm okay not putting my thoughts out there, but because I'm in a safe space with you ladies, I'm like, I'll keep the shit. Why not? We'll just edit it later, if anything. I love it. Disclaimer, though, you took the test again, and you're not an introvert so anymore. So don't lie to the world like that. I'm a, what's, what, what is it again? It's an amb- ambivert? Ambivert? Yeah. I'm a little half and half. It depends, mm-hmm. depends on which day of the week you can watch me on. Mm-hmm. True, true. We will find that out in two episodes after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. The question is, what is your proudest moment? Mm-hmm. To be honest, us. Oh. I think I'm like very proud of like each one of you guys and us in general together. Mm-hmm. To be honest, when we started the podcast, I kind of already knew like, oh, our friendship's already deep, right? Like mm-hmm. we are like, we know each other for so long. But podcast is when you start mixing, it's kind of like a business. Mm-hmm. And I'm low-key kind of scared because mm-hmm. like we're kind of like working with each other professionally. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you guys work professionally. Like I know you guys are like really professional with your co-workers and stuff like that. But that's kind of like intertwined with like our friendships mm-hmm. and then business and then like but being professional. Like for example, there's sometimes like days that you guys probably want to be like, oh, can you please do this? Can you do that? Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sometimes I'm like afraid to like order you guys around. Mm-hmm. And then, but as we go on and I notice like, you know, I love how professional you guys are, but very respectful. Mm-hmm. Like you guys tell me, oh, you have to do this and this, but you guys say in a way that's not like demanding. Mm-hmm. And I like that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm proud of how well we work with each other. And how far the podcast became. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that, Z, because I remember you mentioning in a different episode that you don't like mixing yeah. and your personal life. Yeah. So, like anything your coworkers, or like, you know, mm. you give your coworkers the G rated stuff and then everything else happens behind mm. the scenes or whatever. But yeah, I didn't think about that when starting mm. the podcast, is that there is a level of professionalism that needs mm-hmm. to happen between the three of us in order to make sure that things run mm. to some level of like smoothness. Mm. But in order to do that, you have to be comfortable with giving people potential feedback that mm-hmm. you don't, I, you know, mm-hmm. in certain settings, you don't know if people will take it the right mm-hmm. way or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
but I think it does help that we were all friends beforehand so mm -hmm. you have an idea of everyone's personality mm -hmm. how they receive feedback and all that yeah. um mm -hmm. so yeah very interesting on top of that because I know you guys were my friends before mm -hmm. so if at work right mm -hmm. I mean that work just in general professional world mm -hmm. I take comments and criticism like I take it into like grain of salt mm -hmm. but afterwards I'm just like motherfucker <laughs> Yeah. Well, fuck, yeah. but like because it came from you guys and I know you guys are my friends for so long mm. I'm like you know I think they're really trying to help me mm. like one of the, the small things you're trying to tell me like oh this is how you should write this or how this is how you should edit this I'm like mm. yeah I think it's really good advice mm. but like that's how I know myself like kind of transitioning I was like oh. you know even, so I saw myself doing that in my work too I was like mm. you know I should really oh. instead of like being that person that's critiquing me mm. I should take it as like he's she is trying to make me improve in what I'm doing right mm. now. Yeah. How about you? I would say I tell Joseph this a lot, but I always feel ha happy and proud when I see my friends succeed. Mm. So it's, yeah, I guess it's similar to your, the proud moments you shared earlier too. It's, when I see my friends growing or my or people I care about succeeding or like really putting themselves outside of their comfort zone and really seeing their potential, like it makes me happy and it makes me proud because you can list all the, of course we list like 25 episodes, sponsorships and stuff like that. And those are great, but it's like me having the ability to share however long our like this opportunity takes us you know and what we're doing right now takes us whether it's short term or long term being able to see you both recognize different aspects of your potential you know like I am proud of that you know our employers are great and they provide us opportunities and whatnot but it's the individual potential that we can tap outside of that the structural things that we get ourselves into that really like appreciate yeah I'm just I just get really happy when I see you two and of course our other friends tap into that Aww. you know and it doesn't even have to be the podcast but it could be other things like when I feel like I see it like I see the potential and then it's like boom it got tagged then it's like <laughs> it got tagged and then it's like it's like when you said like oh you know like like like, cause you two are private people, you know, more so private than I am. Like, I'm very, I'm fairly. I think you're more private than me. You think so? Yeah. I think you're more private than. Wait me. a second here. This is not bad. I think I show my life on social media a lot. Before I kind of stopped doing that. I oh. I like story every moment, everything. You know, when I'm seeing a poop, I'm storing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, no, you don't. But like everything, I would think I did. But it's like your un your your thoughts. Oh, you know, because okay. I I openly share my thoughts. I can I guess like in that aspect, yeah. you know, like your day to day, you kind of share it sometimes. Yeah. But like your thoughts, like your because you said <laughs> your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you don't share it with people you're not close with. That's true. Yeah, my thoughts are very private. To my yeah, brain cells. Yeah, but it's like 
progressively through each episode, I feel like you're getting more comfortable with sharing different aspects of your life, not maybe not the entirety of your life, but it's like you're allowing your specific opinion to come out more openly. Mm-hmm. That's very true. I do see myself doing that. Same with Rachel yeah. too. Yeah. And building that confidence to own into and I get really excited because like you know how like you went to Yosemite and you had a lot of fun with Nick, but then also you said like um what'd you say you were like talking about the podcast and you were kind of evaluating like what sparked joy in your life oh, and that was yeah. kind of one of the things he talked about and I was like oh yeah I got it yes <laughs> it's weird though that way we talk about proudest moments yeah so actually before I'm very shy about even mentioning about our podcast I don't know mm-hmm. why but like when people talk about it, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, what's his name? I'm like, hey, yeah. <laughs> I say it really soft and try to like dismiss it. Yeah. But recently, I know when Aaron introduced us to his friends or like not us, but like the, our podcast to his friends. Like, oh, yeah. Like we have the podcast. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. And I'm like, I deal with two of my friends. Here is it. And I even opened the Spotify for them. Favorites. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I wonder what changed from like the beginning of like June, July, like that mm-hmm. around that area, mm-hmm. like November when we have our mm-hmm. first episode, maybe because of the editing, it got better. So I'm like more proud to say it. Um, Don't go back to listen to the episode, please. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that small change. So then I'm much too proud of it. And I'm like more openly saying it. And, you know, you just learn and you get better about the things you do because, like, people get so scared of doing something. But even, like, starting either, like, your workout or, like, uh, studying, you only get better by doing it more often mm-hmm. or by talking about it more. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, getting comfortable with it. And, like, I think the more episodes we create, mm-hmm. the best, like, the more robust the vision becomes, mm-hmm, right? Because when we first started, I I still even had trouble trying to figure out what the spiel was yeah. of like, what is our podcast about? What is our mm-hmm. mission statement and all that? Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like as we've gone through more iterations, different mm-hmm. iterations of our episodes, you see different perspectives of what we want to showcase. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's really cool is that yeah. the, the vision is getting more and more full. And it can always evolve, right? right? Just like how we evolve as people, mm-hmm. uh, the things that we do, whether it's the podcast or something else, it can always change with us as well. Right. So. True. That's what's so cool about starting your own podcast. Mm-hmm. Let me say that again. Your own podcast. Mm-hmm. Not anyone else's. Yeah, your your own. own. And how wild is that to think about, right? Like we are the the founders of this entity or whatever you want we love this entity yeah and yeah I I totally agree with you it's like it's really cool when like other people outside of this circle of three recognize what we're doing because it just shows how real it can be yeah and it's people you touch or like connect with and share all these great I don't know thoughts and ideas that we have in our heads exactly Mm -hmm. yeah even high schoolers even high schoolers that's always something that sh- like rattles my mind. Like, damn, we got some high school peeps up in here. Nice. 
All right. Our next question is, what's one of your favorite things, projects, or episodes since starting our podcast? One of my top favorite projects since we started this podcast is actually doing that social media collaboration with Asia Day Ooh. and Master Plan. Ooh. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was feverish fun. Yeah. It was during a hectic time for sure, but I think that was a really cool way to like to get even just a small introduction to understand what it means to be a part of like the social media space mm -hmm. and how much damn work goes into social media mm -hmm. in order to even make it look effortless and yeah. like all the different tips and tricks that you have to learn. Yeah. But yeah. That was super cool to be able to see our faces on the master plan co Instagram, especially since it had been, or Asia Dang, I guess, had been someone I followed for a little while beforehand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's always really cool to be able to connect with those types of people. I actually saved all the videos because I was so proud of them. Oh, <laughs> did you tell like Nick? Yeah, he, he watched the videos actually on the Instagram takeover that we did on masterplan.co. And so yeah, he was like super proud. He's like, oh my god, you look like well, Good job. yeah, I was gonna say he's wearing a black shirt on that in my uh video. I don't know, I was feeling some type of way that day or whatever. But, yeah, yeah, she's feeling like Steve Jobs. Yeah, or uh, the rock. What's your favorite episode? I really liked recording with Bianca. Oh, yeah, I thought it was really natural. It was just very easygoing. I mean, she doesn't like hearing her voice back, but it was really chill, right? Yeah, she has a great voice, and she's a really great speaker. Yeah. Yeah, and she like just... She should come back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not about relationships. What else can Bianca talk about? Mm -hmm. Her dogs, maybe. Yeah. Adoption. Uh, oh, she adopted one of them from Mexico and one of them from Korea. My other favorite thing to do is I really like connecting with different people online. Mm -hmm. So I really like talking to random people from like UK or Australia or Canada. I feel like it's so exciting because like everyone's just doing different cool creative things. So like when I get to talk to other podcasters and stuff like that, it's like, damn, like, y'all doing some interesting things you know mm -hmm. and like the Asian podcast community is relatively small I would say mm -hmm. so like people are connected with the same people and so it's really fun to see what they're up to what creative ideas they like post as well and just being able to support one another it's like it makes the world a little bit smaller mm -hmm. yeah especially during the time where we still a lot of people who started during the pandemic it's like it's like you're building that community and you're you're able to connect more even when you're at home mm -hmm. like supporting one another yeah yeah what about easy let's see so i love all our episodes and that's because we put so much like sweat tears and heart there's not there's not a lot of tears but i think every episode shows how much we have grown mm -hmm. people but I'm, I'm sure like listener doesn't know I mean they might be able to hear it but like internally I feel like we it does kind of show that we progress every episode mm -hmm. um 
So I really enjoy all our episodes and all our guest speakers. They all teach me something new. Mm. Yeah, like they always come in with so much insights. And I'm just like, wow. So sometimes I'm really quiet because I'm taking notes in my head, just FYI. <laughs> but my favorite project, it was a really cool one, is do you remember we were interviewed? Oh, yeah. I, I thought that was pretty cool. I never, yeah. No one ever asked to interview me. Me, <laughs> you want to interview me? Okay. And then I think around that time, because it happened during like the Asian hate, mm-hmm. so for her to ask us what we think about it, and I was like, wow, people want to hear what we think about this whole situation. That is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wow, our voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, some, you had some really powerful words during that interview as well so mm. if anyone's interested in looking up that interview it's with a universal asian magazine yeah that was pretty cool and it's it's fun because like a lot of different people want to share their own stories and experiences mm-hmm. either because of how they identify themselves um which part of the asian community that they're part of and things like that so we get a lot of people who reach out to us because they want to share their own narratives and that's really special because we do really enjoy hearing different stories and things like that so mm-hmm. of course we're gonna do our best to share more stories yeah. we try and we try and throughout the nine to five life we still try yeah and then especially thanks thank you for everyone that's listening too yeah we're like really brand new yeah. so for them to even like tune in and for them to even sign up participate yeah. like in our sign up forms yeah mm-hmm. we're super grateful <laughs> yeah whether you're you listen to one episode or a few episodes whether you follow us on our social media and oh, sure. you know you interact or share like those little things just talking to us or telling us what you think about specific episodes or if it resonates with you like finance if it's not finance it's relationship if it's not relationship it's filmmaking I think like one particular example of that is this one high schooler who said it really resonated with her to listen to our one of our filmmakers talk Mm -hmm. about their experiences because she's an up-and-coming filmmaker and she wants to um, produce and edit and things like that it's like those little things it might only be one episode but if you resonate with that that's like super cool that is very cool Mm -hmm. I think she's only like in ninth or tenth grade too wow okay and now we're going into our last question what do you hope to accomplish in this next year or AAPI narrative? I'm sure like I have fantasized what we would be in like two years, three years, Mm. but I'm here to put expectations on us at the same time. Because we have different paths that we're going towards, right? Like Mm. for example, me might go back to school, Mm -hmm. Rachel might do something else, like who knows, she might be going to Japan. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe not. Like life is changing, but we don't know Mm -hmm. what's, tomorrow it's so unpredictable Mm -hmm. so my fantasy is that we continue doing this and then engage with more people hopefully one day to start our own youtube channel oh and then quit our jobs you know whoa whoa 
but of course not within two years but that's down the line but that's only a fantasy with what we start right now wow can you did you think that this would be what you were what you would be feeling a year from now well a year from now maybe not starting a youtube channel but you know a year before like when we started oh, when we started and now no. like that's your like hope dang yeah, when my year started i did not think about that yeah you're like is this gonna last one week <laughs> yeah i did yeah really i was oh like i mean it makes sense yeah yeah and now look at you yeah yeah it's kind of crazy to think how far we've come in a year because mm-hmm. this is something when we first started yeah i was like oh this will be like a fun kind of like side project mm-hmm. and we'll see where it takes us but it becomes more and more real the more episodes we release and the different venues of connections that we make whether that's through sponsorships whether that's through connecting with the community Mm -hmm. or connecting with like other people in either the podcast space or other spaces Mm -hmm. and having everything intertwined it's so crazy to me so even to this day I'm like it feels foreign to even say we have sponsorships. Yeah. Because I, I don't know, like, I guess like in the podcasting world, are we still brand new if it's been a year, you know? Mm-hmm. So I still feel like I'm learning so much going through this whole process. Mm-hmm. Um, and we as individuals have had different professional experiences, mm-hmm. right? But then to be able to call something your own and mm-hmm. to have so much autonomy over that mm-hmm. it's a little scary but then also pretty cool mm-hmm. so to say that we have people who people or companies or groups that want to work with us and see our value and potential mm-hmm. helps me feel that helps me think that we have more to offer to yeah the community as a whole mm-hmm. yeah so I guess in terms of what I see us doing in the next year mm-hmm. I would love I guess to see us continue to grow in this like community and strengthen like our routine and like streamline our processes because mm-hmm. I feel like with that that makes us more confident in order to have like a really good jumping off point for mm-hmm. different opportunities whether that's sponsorships whether that's starting a YouTube channel mm-hmm. whether that's who knows but you know. yeah I agree so I love that short term goal but for me I think it's like jump long term <laughs> That's, that's good. Cool. Yeah. yeah. We'll figure out how to get there. But you the have yeah, we have to have the right foundation. Because mm-hmm. we can't just be like hopping to something that we're not ready. Yeah. And then we're going to come yeah. really fast. But yeah. it's always good to have a balance too. Because mm-hmm. I feel like for me, I'm like more on the safe side. But to have you two here is like more visionaries and like long term goals. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. I see, I see the vision. Mm-hmm. Let's try and build towards that. Mm-hmm. And having those like little steps in between mm-hmm. and trying to figure out like problem solving on how to get there is like mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have gone pretty far mm-hmm. with the three of us in a year. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? We didn't even know how to start this thing. Like we didn't even know like what mic should we buy? <laughs> like at the beginning. And then now we have a, some great $35 microphones that sound quite crisp for the mm-hmm. most part, mm-hmm. you know? So we were and, debating between Google and Zoom, right? Like oh, which yeah. platform mm-hmm. to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Didn't even know how to record on Zoom at one point. Didn't even have a script at one point. <laughs> and then we realized, because like one of the things that podcasters talk about is whether you want to go more scripted, do you want loose script, no script, mm-hmm. you know, but then because we we understand our overall group dynamic and how we approach communication, mm-hmm. there's some structure is better than absolutely no structure for us. Yeah. Because there are people who are like, we love it when you go out of the flow like just go with the flow and then we're like yeah we tried that it works better with some structure yeah yeah and like you gotta know that when you're starting the podcast or like trying right because we did try like going go go with the flow and we were like you know what we kind of like the structure Mm -hmm. and then we built out like the template Mm -hmm. and now we have it so we're able to know what the heck we're doing a little better mm-hmm, exactly. a little better every day yeah so that we can focus on other things yeah exactly. yes yes my hope for the next year is I really want to hash out more really great episodes that we all feel proud of having really good conversations where when we do listen back to it it's like really enjoyable for us too Mm -hmm. it's like oh that's funny or like oh that was that was really deep or or just even connecting with people like having meaningful conversations with people around us but also getting to the point where we have a good flow in our conversations that we it's like just easier and that we make people feel comfortable when we do bring them on you know developing out our website so there's more interactive activities outside of the podcast. So really branching out in that aspect. So even if we can't push out a lot of episodes with other people, we at least have different ways to get people engaged with other stories in an easier way, especially with three people. Mm-hmm. And then I think the, the next thing is as we're getting to that point where we're developing really great ideas, we have that strategy or continue to doing that to do do that the next thing is branching out our potential team like the latter half of the second year potentially Mm. whether it's like interns or whether that's volunteers or something like what does that look like to get help with editing and stuff like that Mm. so that we don't have to exert 20 hours into editing but really focus on ideas Mm-hmm. and like the big picture that's really nice yeah and we we all have professional experience um supervising so it's um yeah it'll just be an interesting thing to build the structure out mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. that would be cool i had a friend who already volunteered to edit our videos oh yeah oh my god <laughs> well it's because he wanted to start his own video oh. and then he was asking me questions and i was like my first advice was like the editing, stay away from the editing. And he was like, I will do your editing for free. Mm. <laughs> I would think about it. That does sound like a generous offer. <laughs> That's a lot for what that person is doing. Else, oh, he does not know yet. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a lot, especially his responsibility right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Is there anything else you two would like to add before we close our reflection episode? 
I just want to say I'm proud of you guys. Like, how wild oh. is it that a year ago we started this thing? Mm -hmm. And now we're sitting here a year later mm -hmm. and having these, I don't know, just like cool conversations. And I feel like it brings a different energy too because we're all together. Like, we're all sitting in the same room together. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to see where things lead us in the next year. Me too. Um, Let's keep grinding. Let's keep hustling. And lastly, let's keep having fun. Uh, uh, yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll be recording this in another country in a year from now. Oh, shit. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll be able to travel a little bit more in the next year. Okay. And we can do some really exciting projects. That would be fun. And that's it, folks. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to AAPI Narrative. We'll be back next Wednesday for a new episode. In the meantime, head over to our IG page at AAPI Narrative to let us know what you think about our episode. Leave us a review and follow us on Spotify so you'll never miss a beat.